That's right, everybody. It's finally here. Welcome to the Hookies! Welcome, everyone. 2023 Hookies. I'm pumped. I'm, I, as you can tell, Rashad's super hyped. We're both in it here together. We're, we're doing this, finally. We're your hookers, Chris and Rashad, and today we're doing the Hookies. Ain't no better quote than that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about our favorite movies and other such categories uh, of the last year. It's very important to keep in mind, we're not claiming to know what the best movies are. We're literally going to talk about our favorites. There's an important, that's an important distinction. And if you, for some reason, are listening and have no idea what the hookies are, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, go check out our website, seriallyhook.com slash hookies, and maybe you'll get a better ad- answer. And third of all, I'll just tell you what it is. It is our annual awards show for <laughs> film, uh, a la the inferior shows such as the Oscars or the Cannes Film Festival or the famous Cannes Music Festival. That's a... a yeah. <laughs> <another> <laughs> Um, we're here to talk about some of our favorite categories of film, including uh, our awards for favorite actor, favorite supporting actor, favorite score, favorite screenplay, favorite cinematography, favorite director, and the coup de gras, our favorite picture. So I don't know how you feel, Chris, but I am so pumped. Should we get into it? Absolutely, let's do it. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we are. (sighs) This was an interesting year of film, Chris. Now that we're back, Mm -hmm. we kind of like highlighted our... Um, thoughts about the year of film on our last episode uh, about the hookies talking about it but now that we've come to see all the same movies we have colluded or not colluded (laughs) collaborated (laughs) on (laughs) understanding um, the film uh, as as it stands in the year 2022 how are you feeling about uh, the journey how are you feeling about the films that we got to see and everything in general how are you feeling chris I'm feeling really good. We said when we were talking about the nominees that this this year was not as strong a year of cinema uh, as compared to previous ones. And that's true. But there were still some really good ones. And it was different. Some of the things were difficult to come to, like, to a decision with. And everything's pretty close. For me personally, uh, I'm not... I might change a few things on the fly as we're talking, but... I think I'm pretty sad. Um, I'm very glad that there was not such a garbage fire as the one movie that I put in last year's hookies, Titan. Um, even though I think Avatar is on a different on a different level, is also really bad. Um, but overall, just really good movies. I don't want to say all of them were great, but just really, en- it's. I think it was an enjoyable ride this year. What about you, Rashad? For the most part, I had a, a lot of fun. Um, I think, as you said, and as I've said last time, the top of the top isn't as good as last year, I think, for sure. But 
we have strong categories and strong suggestions across the board. There was no Titan this year, thank God. <laughs> but I mean, there was a movie I wasn't too happy to watch, and we'll get into it as we talk about it. But <laughs> other than that, I and I have some thoughts on some of the more popular films of the year, mm. and we'll also get into that. Uh, but all things considered, it was fun. Like, and this is what this is all about. We're here to talk about our favorite things, our favorite movies, and you know, we talk so talk so much about quote-unquote nerd culture like D&D or Star Wars. Mm-hmm. We talk so much about random-ass like television shows that I like uh, out of nowhere. But here we are. We're talking about things that we've both seen, things we both love, and it's film. And this is what brings us together. And I hope it brings you guys together as well. And let's hope it's not going to bring us apart. <laughs> like heavily disagreeing, but I don't think so. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> we will. And I guess without further ado, let's get into it. Our first category for today is favorite actor. And just for the listeners so that you know, through all the categories, we're going to each nominate in order from worst to best um, going up the line. And I'm really excited to see what you have up, Chris. So what do you have at your number seven for favorite actor? Oh, sorry. Before I do that, of course, I always forget something. I'm going to say the nominees, right? Um, I think yeah. it's good to kind of outline that so that we know what the nominees were. And if you don't know the nominees and you don't want to get spoiled with our actual picks, you can go back and check out the last episode of the Hookies nominees that released a couple weeks ago. Um, check that out on our feed. And to get all of our episodes, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you get to podcasts. Boom, look at me promoting. I'm so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. the nominees for favorite actor are... Um, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inishirin, Paul Mescal for After Sun, Frankie Corio for After Sun, uh, Kate Blanchett for Tar, Tong Wei for Decision to Leave, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and the German name. Go, Chris. Felix Kamera. Thank you for All Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> I want to I take umbrage with something you said, though. Uh, I don't want... Uh... You said the wor- the last place is the worst, which in comparison makes sense. But for the most part, I, at, le- at least in ca- this category, there were no bad performances. Uh, and so I don't know from like, you know, we were, we were ranking them, but we're grading on a curve here. And again, we don't have a garbage file like Titan. So this is mostly good stuff. Just wanted to throw that out there. Oh, for sure. All the performance. Great. Yeah. But with that being said, my number seven for favorite actor is Frankie Corio from After Sun. Frankie Corio, After Sun. My number seven is Tong Wei for Decision to Leave. Mm-hmm. My number six, Paul Mescal, also After Sun. My number six, Frankie Corio, After Sun. <laughs> <laughs> My number five, Tang Wei, Decision to Leave. My God, we're so similar, Chris. I hate it. My number five, <laughs> Paul Mescal, After Sun. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, my number four, Colin Farrell, The Banshees of Inisharan. My number four, Felix Kramer, <laughs> All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, that's my number three pick, Felix Kramer, <laughs> All Quiet on the Western Front. I knew it was going to come down to the top two because my number three is Colin Farrell for Banshees of Inisherin. 
So if, for you astute listeners, we now have the same top two, and either we're going to hate each other or love each other, but give it to me, Chris. What's your number two? Kate Blanchett, Tar. I knew we're I knew we were gonna fight. disagree. <laughs> All right. And I have the opposites. Um I assume you have yeah, you have Michelle Yeoh at number one and yes. I have Kate Blanchett at number one and Michelle Yeoh at number two. And our first is disagreement and my worst nightmare has already started because we have the inverse number one and number two here yeah. in this case. Um I I guess okay, that's fine. We can give it to Michelle Yeoh. I'm not gonna fight you on that. Um I I personally liked Kate Blanchett more. Um, I think the mm-hmm. performance was more um, demanding and more interesting and, and more consistent throughout. Uh, Michelle Yeoh was phenomenal as well. I don't want to say the thing is like, we don't want to like take away from any of these, these performances because they're all freaking phenomenal. And Michelle Yeoh has mm-hmm. to carry so much. And in some ways, um, I, I guess we can get into it later, uh, but which movie I think is better, but we can give this to Michelle Yeoh. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. Let's go with Michelle Yeoh then. All right. So the winner for uh, favorite actor is Michelle Yeoh for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Da-da-da-da-da. I'm going to clip that. I hope you know that. I'm going <laughs> to give that every time. Yeah. Feel, feel free. So, I mean, that's much better than uh, me having to do it after each category. So <laughs> we, can just, we can just insert that in the edit. Our second category, favorite supporting actor. The nominees are Vanessa Burkhard, Cha-Cha Real Smooth, Brian Tyree Henry, Causeway, Angela Bassett, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Brandon Gleason, The Banshees of Inisharan, Carrie Condon, The Banshees of Inisharan, Barry Keegan, The Banshees of Inisharan, and Kehi Kwan, Everything Everywhere All at Once. All these performances were so great. I really, really like I, I really struggled in some ways to figure out what was the best thing here. Because I think with supporting actor, I think it's the category we are going to diverge the most on because it's just really about like what you felt from the show or from the movie and it's what really stood out to you. And there are so many great performances and also so many people to choose from. I feel like it's the category from often the person out of left field will often win. Uh, but I guess here we are, they're all great. So I got to start somewhere and I'll start with my number seven. And that is um, Barry Keegan for the Banshees of Inishirin. And it's, Okay, I have to like talk about why I put him number seven, I guess, a little bit. Um, I think it's a solid performance, but in some ways, I think the depiction of someone, uh, you know, he, he depicts like a, a character who is on the spectrum and his per- depiction in some ways irked me a little. Um, I I found it to be a little bit, a little bit um, much. Um, and I think it was at some points, maybe not my favorite with considering the great cast of Banshees of Inisharan and also some of the other contenders on this list. So I just had to put it at the bottom. So I'm sorry to Barry Keegan. I still think you're good and you're great, but um, it wasn't my favorite from the year. Yeah, that's totally fair. And I, I agree. This is one of the most difficult categories. There were just everybody on here is really good. And so it was really difficult. And that's why I'm sorry to say, even though it was a great performance, that Vanessa Burkhardt is my number seven. Oh, that's too bad. That's too bad. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. I know. 
That's okay. The best thing uh, by far about this movie uh, really knocked it out of the park, I thought. But it's just, it's such a strong, it's such a strong category. And it's like, somebody had to be number seven. Yeah, uh, for and sure. I had a really difficult time ranking this one, for sure. This was the hardest one to rank, by far. Yeah. And what's your number six for favorite supporting actor? Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. My number six, and I'm curious about your reaction, is Brandon Gleason, The Banshees of the Sharon. Whoa. I know. All right. I know. (laughs) It's a tough one. Um, My number five is Carrie Condon for The Banshees of the Sharon. My number five is Brian Tyree Henry, Causeway. I fucking love Brian Terry Henry so much. I've only discovered, like, I've only come across him like three years ago, some four years ago. Just every performance, he nails it. It's so good. I love him so much. He's one of my favorite actors. Anything he's in, that's the reason I saw this movie is because I saw he was in it. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good. All right. My number four, right? Is that what we're looking for now? Yes. What's your number four? My number four is... Oh, God damn it. Names. Kehui Kwan for everything, everywhere, all at once. Just learn how to say mm-hmm. names. <laughs> My number four is Barry Keegan, The Banshees of Inisharan. All right. Um, My number three is Vanessa Burghardt for Cha Cha Real Smooth. Wow. Nice. I, I love that you're giving her some love. Well, the thing is, like, okay, not well only, I mean, she brings so much joy into the, mm-hmm. like, the movie. And it's just, like, she comes in. This movie's, like, it's a fine movie, but it's kind of, like, dark and dull in some ways. And she's just, like, a, a <laughs> beacon of joy in the film and just makes it so yeah. worth watching. And then also, like, I don't, I always hate to do this, but in the case, in this case, I don't hate to do this, obviously. But the fact that they, they actually cast an actor who's on the spectrum to play a person on the spectrum like it Mm. was an absolute genius choice and like i feel like she in so many ways just depicted what that means for like the for a member of that community to like be be interacting with everyone in such like the nuanced ways that she deals with everything around her i thought it was absolutely incredible it was like it was really hard for me to not put her like in the top two for me yeah i i totally get it it's yeah why is she my number seven but here we are my number three (laughs) (laughs) my number three is carrie condon the banshees of inisharan what's your number two my number two is brendan gleason the banshees of inisharan Mm -hmm. okay cool my number two is angela bassett wakanda forever And that means uh, my number one is the one person I haven't mentioned is Angela Blassett, <laughs> Wakanda Forever. Absolutely. And my number one is Kehi Kwan from Everything Everywhere All at Once. There and so we if go. I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, Angela Bassett wins this category. Angela Bassett takes it away. Da-da-da-da-da. Yes. So happy. Ah. Uh. What a great performance. She is incredible 100%. in this episode. Uh, not in this episode, this movie. It is... It, I, just, I freaking love it. I, I'm really so happy powerful. that she won. It's just, yeah, it's just it's just so 
affecting in a way that you don't really mm-hmm. see in so many movies. And she really steals the show. And I think that really the show or the movie just loses steam when she's gone. Spoiler alert, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's so like physically and emotionally such a powerhouse uh, in this movie. And I just, yeah, as you said, by far and away the best thing about this movie. And so incredible. All right, on to our favorite scores of the year. The awards for this category are, oh my God, Folker Bertelman for All Quiet on the Western Front, <laughs> Carter Burwell for The Banshees of Inishirin, the name I can't pronounce, Hildur Guantadir for Tar, Oliver Coates after Sun, Terence Blanchard for The Woman King, Ludwig Gorenson for Turning Red, and Ludwig Gorenson for Wakanda Forever. <laughs> I honestly, it was surprising to me how difficult this category was as well. And I don't know, I've been going back and forth and I kind of surprised slash shocked myself with with my ranking in one particular instance. But it's such a strong case. And I think we're going to disagree here on in some... I think with some soundtracks, we're going to wildly differ, but I guess we'll see. Um, My number seven, and I can't believe that's the case, but my number seven is Ludwig Göransson, Wakanda Forever. Whoa, was not expecting that. (laughs) Yep. My number seven is Oliver Coates for After Sun. My number six... (laughs) Is Hildur Gutner daughter for Tar? My number six is Ludwig Göransson for Wakanda Forever. Ah, there you go. My number five is Oliver Coates After Sun. My number five is Ludwig Göransson for Turning Red. My number four, Carter Burrell, The Banshees of Inisherin. My number four is Hildur Gorenson for Tar. Uh, my number three, Ludwig Gorenson for Turning Red. My number t- three, sorry, <laughs> is Carter Burwell <laughs> for The Banshees of Inisherin. So we say have the same Ooh. top two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I'm. I think I know. I think we're going to have the same uh, problem as the last, as the actor category, because I'm pretty sure I know what your ranking is. Uh, my number two is Volker Bertelmann, All Quiet on the Western <sighs> Front. God damn it! Yep, my number two is Terence Blanchard for The Woman King, which is my number one. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. we have literally this problem twice this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm. For, I want to say two things. First of all, I'm happy to give it to Volker Bertelmann. Amazing score. Second of all, I'm so happy you loved The Woman King's score so much. It was absolutely incredible. I watched it and I was just dumbfounded by how great it is. I'm actually was going to say I'm happy to give it to Terrence Blanchard for The Woman King. <laughs> okay. But I just want to talk about that film for a second because yes, I think that absolutely. movie was... I think this is the last time it's nominated for anything, but it was, it was such a fun ride in some... Like, I think it was... 
in some ways it was a typical Hollywood action movie that you expect to see a lot of the things, but just surprised you in different ways. And I found it to be really interesting and captivating the whole way as well. And mm-hmm. it did subtle things like hints that the king is going to die, but surprise, he never actually gets attacked. Like you, you think that what's going to be the final conflict of the, the, the entire movie is going to be that, but it's not that it's a little different. And this like, I just like found it really interesting and this depiction of all these characters, just phenomenal. And it's a similar world building to Wakanda forever, but more detailed, better. And just, I just absolutely loved it. It was a good movie. Thank mm-hmm. you for um, suggesting it. And the score was just, I just was ready to run through a wall f- after watching that movie. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I love that. It, I also like, I didn't expect to like, it to be that good it was one of these movies that i had meant to see in the cinema when it was on but just couldn't get around to it and then i w- just watched it at home and uh, it was just like oh, i was so blown away by it uh, it was really really surprising and yeah again i think i mentioned it uh i wish i could have nominated lashana lynch for favorite supporting actor um and just, I love this movie. I love the score. I mean, I'd be happy to have Terence Blanchard's work as our winner. <laughs> uh, but if you want to go with Falker Bertelman, I'm also, I mean, it's a really good score as well. I think that's okay. I think it's all right. I'll give it to Terence okay. Blanchard. It's, I'll, I'll survive okay. somehow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, wow. Amazing. So our winner for favorite score is Terrence Blanchard for The Woman King. Our next category, favorite screenplay. I'm curious about that one. Our nominees are Ryan Johnson, Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, Todd Field for Tar, Martin McDonough for Banshees of Inisherin, Charlotte Wells for Aftersun, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Ruben Ostlund, Triangle of Sadness. What's your number six, Rashad? Yeah, I had some trouble with this category. I think it was, in my head, the weakest category on the board, Um, but maybe Mm -hmm. I just completely misread the situation. Uh, But my number six is Ruben Ostlund for Triangle of Sadness. (laughs) <laughs> possibly the movie that you didn't like <laughs> i i would venture i guess i don't know no uh no okay, okay. well it just had like that uh, really ridiculous scene in the middle where everyone there's yes. like streams of poop and vomits everywhere yeah. other than that quite a good movie so for me yeah. in, a, in a category that i think is maybe not the strongest but is quite compact in terms of the quality level just mm. writing that scene into the screenplay is a little bit like um okay i'll just pass on this but the thing is yeah. it has such great messages of like capitalism and communism and community and building and all these things and like inverting everything it was just really interesting such a good movie yeah. uh except for one really not one it was it was quite an extensive <laughs> gratuitous scene yeah 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 it could have it could have easily been half or a third of the length and uh, the point would have come across or just but, none of it, um, or just like one person vomiting, <laughs> like that would have been enough. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's also my number six, actually. So okay. All right, my number five is, and I hate to do this at this point, but is uh, Ryan Johnson for Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Same. Whoa. <laughs> but we're gonna diverge from this point on. I feel 
All right. Okay. So my number four is Charlotte Wells for After Sun. My number four is Todd Field for Tar. Oh, wow. Poor Todd I know. Field. I know. Wow. Okay. Now we're getting your, how you think about this movie a little bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> my number, what are we at? Three is yeah. um, Martin McDonough for Banshees of Inishirin. My number three is Charlotte Wells for After Sun. My number two is The Daniels for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. My number two is Martin McDonough for The Banshees of Inisherin. And my number one is Todd Field for Tar. And my number one is The Daniels for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. All right. So I guess with that, the winner for our favorite screenplay is The Daniels for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yeah, I don't know. The I did. I just we can we can we'll talk about we'll talk about Tar when it comes to our favorite movies. I think. Yeah, for sure. I think we will. <laughs> so I guess we'll move on now to our next category, which is our favorite cinematography. And the nominees are James Friend. Friend? I don't know. I think it's just friend. The guy is. I think is he? The guy is like British or something. So. Oh okay. James Friend for All Quiet on the Western Front. Larkin Siebel for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Russell Carpenter for Avatar The Way of Water. Kate McCullough for The Quiet Girl. Kim Ji Young for Decision to Leave. Gregory Oka for After Sun. Stephen Yedlin for Glass Onion A Knives Out Mystery. Okay, I think I'm starting this one off with my number seven, which is Gregory Oak, After Sun. All right, um, my number seven is Stephen Yedlit for Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. My number six is Kate McCullough for The Quiet Girl. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, <laughs> it's a good movie. I love that movie. Um, my number six is Kim Ji Young for Decision to Leave. My number five is Russell Carpenter, Avatar, The Way of the Water. My number five is Greggy Oka for After Sun. My number four is Stephen Yedlin for The Glass Onion. My number four is Russell Carpenter for Avatar, The Way of Water. I always get excited when uh, Avatar, when the when the word Avatar is uttered, and then I forgot. <laughs> no, it's not about the great show; it's about the terrible movies. <laughs> My number three is uh, Larkin Seipel for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Same. He's my number three as well. Cool. My number two, Kim Ji Young, Decision to Leave. And my number two, Kate McCullough for The Quiet Girl. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah i don't know it was difficult um and that means we have a shared number one with james friend for all quiet on the western front finally we agree yeah unanimous decision and kind of an easy one i thought yeah i think this is quite easy yeah so good it's really like i 
I wouldn't. I don't think I would have watched it at least not in the next few months if it wasn't for the hookies. This movie. So thank you, Rashad. Yeah. And did you say you didn't? You thought the Quiet Girl was a tough watch? No, it was tough to rank. I thought ah, because okay. I really liked the movie and just Avatar as well. Sometimes I thought it was difficult to kind of differentiate between cinematography and digital effects because it's so close together. Um, yeah. yeah, but, uh, maybe I should have, yeah, yeah. But, um, if this so was category kind of was difficult. cinematography slash digital effects, I feel like Avatar <laughs> would be a lot higher. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that'd be unfair for something for, like the quiet girl after sun, because there are basically no digital effects. Yeah, of course. I mean, just for cinematography though, I found the quiet girl to be beautiful in terms of how it was shot and framed and, um i just you know i just found it to be such a great uh, depiction but obviously we agree that our favorite is james friend for all quiet on the western front next up next up we have our category of favorite director and the nominees for this category are joseph kaczynski top gun maverick charlotte wells after sun martin mcdonough the banshees of inisharan Todd Field for Tar, The Daniels for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Ryan Johnson for Glass Onion, and Park Chan Wook for Decision to Leave. What's your number seven, Rashad? My number seven is Park Chan Wook for Decision to Leave. Okay. <laughs> My number seven is Joseph Kaczynski, Top Gun Maverick. All right. My number six is Ryan Johnson for Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Same for me. My number five is Martin McDonough for Banshees of Inishirin. <laughs> Same. <laughs> My number four are the Daniels for Everything Everywhere All at Once. My number four is Todd Field for Tar. My number three is Charlotte Wells for After Sun. Same. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. This is going to be a tough one. We're going to... Oh, my God. We're going to have the debate now. <laughs> uh-huh. My number two is Top Gun Maverick. Joseph Krasinski. <laughs> wow. <laughs> my number two is Park Chan Wook for Decision to Leave. And my number one is Todd Field for Tar. And my number one are the Daniels for everything, everywhere, all at once. All right. We are back in the same conundrum that we've been in multiple times this um, week, I guess, <laughs> or this this year. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But this time it's not. We don't have the same one and two. This time we have a split one and four, both at a total yeah. of five points um, between Tar and everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, wow. Um, this I don't know what to do here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first one also where I I would like to debate. <laughs> yeah, the other same. ones I would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously because it's our ones and four, and the other yeah, ones were much closer. Difference. We could give it to um, number three <laughs> since we have more agreement on that <laughs> based on your other logic. Um, <laughs> oh man! But that's but that's that has six, so we're actually. That's like, that's the second not a tie, yeah. 
Oh, true. I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. It does have sex. So, we, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I'm going to... I think... Okay. So, for me, um, I liked Tar a lot, actually, which might come as a surprise. But I liked it a lot. Um, but I, I honestly feel in all the categories that it's been nominated, the direction was the weakest link for me, uh, which is... Uh, you know, I know you. It's your number one, but I, I don't know. I thought it was very static, uh, and um, I think the way that Todd Field integrated all of the orchestral scenes was super good. But the rest of it was just okay. Yeah, it's it's like it's fine. Like the shot composition, everything. Obviously, there's more to the. Uh, you know, it's literally a director who directs scenes tells actors kind of what to do and there were great performances and everything but i would say that's more like i don't know i i'm i'd much more think that that's on part of the actors than like i don't know but the like i don't know everything everywhere all at once has such a diverse set of like directorial challenges i think and so many different styles of directing that went into making this movie that for me it was kind of like yeah pretty pretty impressive even though maybe on on ter- in terms of the craft itself maybe maybe it's like it's not the greatest but just the sheer kind of I'm gesticulating wildly now. <laughs> the sheer wealth of different approaches for different scenes. What's the best way to handle this scene and this scene? Uh, and I, th- I just thought it was really impressive. So, um, yeah, what, what was, what went into your thinking process for ranking these two movies? Well, I think a lot of the difference between these two movies is Tar is one story told epically um everything everywhere all at once as you talked about with its direction is the strength of it is highlighted with the diversity of stories that it tells it tells a kung fu movie it tells a family love story it tells all these different random stories all that are woven throughout the second and third acts of the show it's like a matrix inspired show it's so many or not show i keep saying show you know what i mean it's a movie (laughs) Um, so I guess it definitely does give the depiction of uh, diversity for sure. And that's, that could be a strength. And I guess like that argument is good enough uh, potentially for me to sway that way. Um, I do find Tar to be or Todd Field's decision making in Tar um, in terms of questioning a lot of like – so so a, a lot of the roles of a director in my mind is what to include, what not to include the set design, the construction, all it's just like, it's such a massive uh, undertaking as director clearly. And when you can, when I, for me, when I consider um, what I liked about tar and the precision with which it was made and how real every scene felt. And it didn't seem that anything was ever out of place at any given time. It felt like every shot was meticulously thought through i mean it clearly was because i mean todd field spent what 12 years like or 10 years off of like out of filmmaking to make this movie and and it's just an incredible work of achievement in my mind in terms of 
the the depth to which it's taken with the specific character study and then also obviously like the movie itself we can talk about later on but from a direction perspective um i like things like choosing to make the end sequence completely ambiguous and um all these other like things with this character i guess i i like um no, it's fine. I think what you highlighted, though, with the specifically with the diversity of everything everywhere all at once and what it accomplishes, I'm fine giving it to them. I think Daniel, the Daniels, did a great job with this movie, and I love Daniels. Like, I I really like their work previous to this. This isn't this isn't mm-hmm. the their first uh, movie that would be listed on my lists if we were doing the hookies in the past. So, um, I'm fine to uh, give it to to this movie uh, at this time. Okay. So the winner for favorite director are the Daniels. All right. And for our last award, the biggest one of the the year, (laughs) the biggest award you can probably say that any person or any film can ever win in the history of cinema is the hookies favorite picture. And the nominees are after sun Tar, Top Gun Maverick, The Banshees of Inisherin, Decision to Leave, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Turning Red. Okay, last category. I feel like we might disagree a lot here. I think we're going to have um, wild disagreements. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. And I'm so tempted to uh, to change something, but uh, I'm just gonna stick to my guns here. And uh, uh, you know, appropriately, my number seven pick is uh, Top Gun Maverick. Fair enough. My number seven is Decision to Leave. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> yeah, this was the movie I was like, not Titan level, but um, wow, okay. I quite didn't enjoy this movie. Um, so I um, was kind of surprised that it was on your list. So I'm curious, what didn't you like about the movie? I didn't really like or didn't resonate with the the disjointed storytelling uh, methods of the movie. I think the biggest, my biggest problem with the movie is that I couldn't buy the basic love story that the movie is supposed to to talk about or depict Mm -hmm. and if i can't get behind the basic motivations of the basic characters and see what's going on and i just keep slapping my face because they're making stupid decisions i it's just not a movie that's for me um and (laughs) unfortunately it's not like a bad movie per se um i just i just quite didn't enjoy it in terms of um like i think it yeah in terms of those two things in particular the disjointed um storytelling as well as this yeah, I, I, yeah, the, the, those two things, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, you said it perfectly, and that's why we have decided to name our categories with favorite, not best. You know, it's just not a movie that's for you, and I think that's, you know, to, makes totally, totally makes sense. As Top Gun for you, that makes total sense too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like, yeah, that's that's okay. Some of the uh, shots, especially in the planes, is uh, pretty pretty nice, but. There were just there were some shots specifically where I was like, oh, this is trash. <laughs> Sorry, like the the thing on the beach. It was like this is like a fucking Hallmark movie. Are you kidding me? Like, ugh. 
but uh i mean it's a it's an enjoyable ride if it's it's a good action movie um anyway uh my number six is <laughs> uh the banshees of inisharan all right uh my number six is turning red okay my number five is decision to leave My number five is Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. My number four, Turning Red. My number four, The Banshees of Inishirin. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's getting tricky already. Uh, my number three is Tar. My number three is Top Gun Maverick. Interesting. Uh, my number two is After Sun. And my number two is also After Sun. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That means my number one everything, everywhere, all at once. And my number one is Tar. And now looking at the scores, we have another tie. Oh, <laughs> surprise, surprise. And the tie this time is between Tar and After Sun. Um, okay. Tar got a number one for me and number three for you. And After Sun both got number twos. <laughs> <sighs> what, okay. a, what a shame. <laughs> Damn. <sighs> I mean, both movies are pretty good. I mean, they're in my top three, so I'm happy about that. Um, yeah, for me, I can say I think Tar's like the better movie, probably. Like, it's super precise. It is. It's just crafted really well. Has incredible performances. I love the interplay with music as well, and still. After Sun for me, I liked it much more. Not much more. I liked it more. It stuck more with me. It's kind of what you said about like After Sun just spoke to me more than Tar. Uh, it has this warmth. It it is kind of the epitome of a Chris movie in the sense that I love just very kind of dialogue driven movies where literally people just talk for most of the time and i mean technically that's a lot of movies but you know where it's really boiled down to a few relationships between different characters and that was after sun for me i thought it was really great it came again out of out of left field for me a little bit i i was just curious to see and it then just stuck with me i was really impressed as i watched it and i've just thought about it ever since tar Maybe I expected more from the movie because it was just so hyped. And I mean, I understand the hype, but for me, um, you know, I liked After Sun a little bit better. Um, yeah, what you obviously uh, loved Tar. So uh, what what was your kind of, how do you feel about both movies? The thing is, I like both of these films. And for me, it was these yeah. two films were a cut above everything else in my mind. Um, and these are the only two films that I would hold up to the, some of the films that we saw last year in the top fours. Mm. 
Um, and I just love the characters. Obviously, like the father son di- uh, father daughter dynamic is absolutely incredible. In t- after after son, um, I think Tar for me, I just enjoyed um Kate Blanchett's performance more. I enjoyed the mm-hmm. the um ambiguity of it more. I loved the playing with playing with cancel culture but utilizing cancel culture <laughs> and like um mm. demonic preying on younger people in a way like and and just like the 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 commentary on the arts world and how that um is such a dangerous place for young people and how people take advantage of others but then also depicting like a nuanced perspective of someone of that kind um as not this villain wholly but also yes is a villain in a way and this i just i just found it absolutely from beginning to end like for me the best or my favorite movie of the year by not by far i would say but um Mm -hmm. it's it's definitely a movie that uh i will think about i think about a lot uh, in terms of when i think about films and and filmmaking in general and everything that goes into putting through it uh, putting it together uh i just found it really really interesting and it's also just i i yeah i don't know i i I just for me it's just this is that's this is the movie of the year so that's why i had to put it uh, at the top (laughs) of my list yeah i i i feel the same way about most of what you said except for when you said from beginning to end because i think the last 20 minutes or so are so disjointed and i i love the movie until that point basically until she storms the uh um the orchestra and everything that happens after that just was too erratic for my taste and i kind of fell off the love for this movie a little bit um otherwise i would have probably ranked it higher but that was just something i would just i just felt like that that could have used maybe a little bit more work um that's so interesting that you say that because i really like the ending um i really Mm. like her going home and that disjointed nature was kind of in my mind intentionally put together to Mm -hmm. like symbolize like this crackdown in her mind and how that actually like comes about with like Mm -hmm. um her her fall from grace i guess and then because it's the movie's so polished as she is polished and as Mm -hmm. her character gets broken down the structure of the movie in terms of the scene cuts and all these things start to get broken down as well and then also the very end i really enjoy this like her going to the philippines and and starting to do this Mm -hmm. and then there's a debate whether or not a, a construction of that is that a dream is that real is that something that is like symbolic of her like um her regrowth and her rebirth or is it like her falling down from grace and her just depicting oh this is how far she's fallen and so it's a re- i think it's like a a really interesting nuanced um question and answer that engages the audience at least engaged me um quite well until the very end i think yeah i just i definitely agree that it it follows her character development it's just i just dislike the pacing in a way and i understand that that might be on on purpose but i don't know still for me it just i don't know it wasn't quite but i mean i'd be happy to give it to tar um i i i'd be happy with either of these movies honestly and um you know uh whatever whatever either of these movies is fine with me so uh, i don't know i guess you can choose 
No, I think because we have a we have a rule for tiebreakers, anyways, and that That's is true. that the higher seed gets it. Just like last year, it was higher seed got it, yeah. and that was Dune. And this year, I guess the higher seed would get it, and that would be Tar. Um, true. The problem in previous ties for this episode have been every single one has had the same high seed <laughs> until now. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. There we go. So, uh, the our favorite movie of the year is Tar. All right. Wow. We did it. Um, what an interesting conversation. How do you feel about all of this, all of the winners? I feel bad <laughs> in some ways. Because <laughs> I feel like you didn't like the movie that much. Um, mm. As opposed to last year, we both liked Dune so much, um, even yeah. though it wasn't. I think because we loved, at least I loved like, solid four movies last year and i would have been fine giving it to like mm. four movies of last year yeah. and this year it's a lot slimmer pickings on my end at least mm-hmm. um and then potentially on your end as well where it seems like there's only really two movies you'd want to give it to um and i mean honestly for me one. everything everywhere all at once was the clear winner there was a and then after sun and tower were very close and then comes the rest sort of thing um for me, Everything Everywhere All at Once was clearly my favorite movie of the year. It was such a delightful experience watching it. Again, knowing nothing going into it and what a ride that was. Uh, I recently rewatched it just in preparation for this and I was just like as hooked as I was almost a year ago, I want to say. I don't know. Maybe it was 10 months. I have no idea. But it was... I love this movie a lot. And just everything from top to bottom is just so good um tar yeah i i really like tar i just i don't know again there was just something missing for me maybe it was too i love all the commentary all of it it's just maybe it was uh, something you mentioned about about todd field's direction about the precision maybe it just felt like too like precise too clean in a way you know what i mean yeah, potentially. I think that could be, especially like if you juxtapose it with everything, which is not yeah. precise, but it, it's well done. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's well made, obviously, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's just not as precise per se. Yeah. And like, I don't know. And I, that's the thing. That's the annoying thing. I really tried with with everything everywhere all at once. I watched the yeah. movie three times to try and like it more and more. And mm-hmm. with every time I came out with the same like opinion where I think the first two acts are so good are like some of the mm-hmm. best filmmaking I've ever seen. And the third act for me just not ruins it. Not almost, that's really hyperbolic to say ruins it because I really like the movie. Mm-hmm. I like, I like the movie fine. Like it's just, it doesn't hold up for me that second, that last act. And mm-hmm. I just, I tried so hard to like this movie like so much because <laughs> it's, it, it would be right up my alley in so many ways, but uh, it just doesn't do it for me. And that's like unfortunate. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you like what you like and I think that's fine uh you know uh that's that's how we can talk about things and it's it's more interesting if we disagree i think in some ways i think we we had a had some good discussions about things and i really like tar like i don't want to poo-poo it it's just i i think i like i mean as is as becomes clear in our rankings i liked it more than you like everything everywhere all at once um so yeah, to, like I'm totally happy that it won. It won, uh, you know, again, like all of my top three 
movies i i'd be i mean top four turning red also i like i just keep thinking about it uh even though i've seen it so many months before and uh i don't know it's just i don't know it's it's i'm 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 happy about about where we are i think kind of sad of course because of everything but i was i was pretty sure you wasn't you were it wasn't gonna win favorite movie but uh you know it did that's, win a couple other awards, so oh, yeah. um, that's yeah. kind of. It actually it did win the hookies in general because it yeah. did win the most <laughs> awards. And yeah. I guess to summarize, um, the awards for the hookies twenty twenty three or twenty twenty two, depending on how you want to do it, are for favorite actor Michelle Yeoh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. For favorite supporting actor Angela Bassett for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. For favorite score, Terrence Blanchard for The Woman King. Favorite screenplay, The Daniels for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Favorite cinematography, James Friend for All Quiet on the Western Front. Favorite director, The Daniels for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. (laughs) And favorite picture, Tar. Thank you so much for going on this journey with me, Chris. It's always been fun. I know there's a little bit of disagreement, as there is every year, uh, but (laughs) I'm really excited to have gone through this with you and really looking forward to the next year of film. So thank you so much, you the listener. I hope you enjoyed this. And if you have thoughts, please send them our way. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, And you can always email us at hello at seriallyhooked.com or by any other means. And of course, subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you're getting all those downloads to get our download numbers up. Trying to get, I don't know why we're trying to get more popular. Who really cares? But here we are. (laughs) And I guess without further ado, and I keep saying that that's the beginning, but it's the end. (laughs) For Chris, I'm Rashad. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. So happy about that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Is that also going to play on loop like after every uh, winner? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that'd be so good. Okay. One second. One second.